From How to Barbecue Right Studios in Hernando, Mississippi, Rooster Production brings you Under the Water Tower, presented by Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. And now, here are your hosts, Matt Crane and Derek Biglane. Morning, Matt. Morning, Derek. This is an absolutely gorgeous Friday morning that we have. Uh, just a, feels like what a, you want to say a taste of fall and spring or uh, still a late spring. Just a beautiful morning. I hope everybody's up and out on this morning. Absolutely. A little bit of football weather in May. One of those perfect days for uh, filling the car and, and, and going down to the Grove or going down to uh, Starville or whatever. What, what are they, what's it called, Starville? The Junction. The Junction. That's what it was. Is that named off a train type situation or no? Or is it just where, some, where two, two sidewalks meet? two sidewalks cross. <laughs> two, two roads cross. <laughs> Sorry, uh, state fans. I don't know exactly know that you're uh, tailgating the situation. But, yeah, perfect day. Uh, Derek, it's a great day, and we're going to talk more about this here shortly. It is a perfect day, perfect weather uh, for the Water Tower Sessions coming up later tonight. Yeah, we will talk about that in a moment. But other than that, uh, Matt, your week, uh, I've been, I had a golf tournament yesterday. It was the first time I swung a golf club this year. And let's just say a lot uglier than the weather right now. Right. A lot uglier than, yeah, bad. Yeah, you, you typically struggle your first time out of the gate for the year. I do. I need to, you know, I've got four years to make the senior tour. So I think I'm going to get me a new set of clubs this year, get some, get some lessons. So I've got four more years, senior tour. I'm, I'm on the way. I don't know if there's many seniors in DeSoto <laughs> County, high school seniors that you could beat, uh, no, first of all. That's 100% true. Exactly. But, uh, but look, great weather outside. I perfect time to get out this weekend huge weekend in hernando one of the busiest weekends of the year great time to get out right around look for houses look at houses and if you're interested in buying or selling your home now's a perfect time to reach out to our 2021 presenting sponsor team couch of birch realty group with over 64 years of combined real estate experience Team Couch of Birch Realty Group is the number one team for well over a decade in DeSoto County when it comes to residential real estate. Whether you are buying or selling a home, call Team Couch today. They are ranked nationally as a top performing real estate team. They are full-time, full-service realtors, which means they are available to you when you need them. They've been voted DeSoto County's best realtors multiple times and were recently named that for the fourth time. They are currently offering a free, no-obligation market analysis. That is a free, no-obligation market analysis to learn the value of your home, learn about staging your home, learn what's going on in your neighborhood. It is a very hot market in DeSoto County. Many people are considering buying or selling a home without a realtor. I'm here to tell you now's the time you need a realtor to help with multiple offers, to help with contracts contracts that maybe don't understand, don't go with this alone. Call Team Couch today. You can find them at 662-449-1700. That's 662-449-1700. Or look for them at teamcouch.com. That's teamcouch.com. Thank you again, Brian and Terry, for being our 2021 presenting sponsor. Derek, our studio sponsors, Malcolm and Rochelle, a little busy this weekend, the uh, Memphis and May Barbecue Festival. Oh, yeah. So, yeah look, Ma- Malcolm's a little bit busy. I don't know if y'all saw this or not, listeners, if you saw this or not, but Barstool Sports, one of the biggest sports sites in the country, Barstool Sports featured Malcolm as one of the best barbecue connoisseurs, barbecue people to pay attention to right there on their website. I'm, sure they're, I'm, I'm sure they're listening to us at the Barbecue that's Fest. Exactly. Yeah, this podcast this morning, they will, they will listen to us. Oh, I thought you meant Dave Portnoy and them with Barstool. Maybe oh, actually, to yeah, I think, you know. <laughs> well, they may be looking for talent sometimes. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Look, thank you to Malcolm and Rochelle for being our 2021 studio sponsor. How to Barbecue Right Shop is located just 500 yards past Connection Gymnastics right here in Hernando. This store has everything a man needs for barbecue, crawfish, and all other kinds of outdoor cooking. They have knives, rubs, cutting boards, sauces, 
thermometers, cast iron, and some really cool high-end smokers. If you've ever seen Malcolm's How to Barbecue Right cooking videos, you need to stop by his shop today. You can give them a call at 662-912-9947. That's 662-912-9947. But the best thing to do is to visit them just 500 yards past Connection Gymnastics right here in Hernando. Well, Derek, as we teased it moments ago, we're going to lead off the show this morning discussing our inaugural event, Rooster Production, paired up with Mississippi Music to present the Water Tower Sessions. Water Tower Sessions is something that's been very important to the owners of Mississippi Music. Stephen Michael and Mike Hamlet, two gentlemen that just live in this area, passionate about music, but they're really passionate about live music and bringing the songwriters the opportunity to tell the stories behind the songs. We had an opportunity to sit down last week with Stephen. If you didn't hear that episode, uh, please go back in our archives and, and take a look at that. Gates open around 7.15. Show's going to start about 8, 8.05. You and I happen to be as we said, Rooster Production is working with Mississippi Music in this, but as the host of the UTW podcast, we're going to get an opportunity to uh, host this thing and kind of welcome everybody tonight. Yeah, we'll welcome them, but we promise we will not be on stage long. Uh, we're going to turn it over to the real talent. Wait uh, a but- second. Wait, wait. You didn't get my email? We're doing a 15-minute bit. Yeah, you didn't well, get it? I'm you didn't fine. get it? No, you're too busy playing golf. You <laughs> too busy not, playing golf. You have not been practicing no. our 15 minute bit for tonight. I have not. Not oh we're doing God. one of those uh, like uh, Abbott and Costello things. Exactly. Up, Who's up, on up, first? Who's on first? Yeah. <laughs> What's on second? No. Yeah. We're going to welcome everybody. But again, we're going to turn it over to Stephen, who's going to help us with the artist uh, and introduce each one of them, let them tell them stories. But this is going to be an absolutely beautiful night. Uh, we're going to have people that we know helping with the uh, quote unquote bartending. We're having bar back, so just cokes, waters, bright stuff like that, and some cups. So we'll have that available. Everything else is, of course, please eat before you come. Please uh, BYOB, wine, beer, whatever you want to bring. Uh, we will have those barbacks available, and we'll have our wonderful children helping us. So looking forward to that. Yeah, that's exactly right. I had a few people uh, text me, hey, a couple of questions about this. Look, do not bring a bag chair. We have tables, chairs set up for you, uh, very nice you know, linens. We, we really want to set an intimate setting for tonight. It's not going to be a, a, a raucous crowd. It's not going to be uh, – a, like I talked to a couple of guys last night in an event I had the pleasure of, uh, of going to uh, – you know, I, I said, "Hey, whoever yells Freebird first, you know, the uh, the security that with the security, which consists of me and Derek, uh, you know, will be taking care of that. So no Freebirds until after ten. So what we're going to do is easy. Eight o'clock, Derek and I will welcome everybody. Thank you to the VIP tables that people that purchase the VIP tables, uh, and then we're going to get started. Stephen will work us through some different things, stories with Keith Peluso, Jeremy Stanfill, and they're going to, uh, you know, just sing some of their songs, uh, talk about where they came from, uh, talk about some neat stuff. We really want it to be intimate, so the story." tellers or songwriters uh, had the opportunity to talk about their songs. So it's just going to be a lot of fun. We'll do that for about the first hour, take a, a small intermission so people can use the restroom or, or get one of those uh, setups that, that we, we just talked about. And then we're going to finish the show for another hour or so. But the guys are excited about it. The artists are very excited about it. There's been a lot of chatter amongst the songwriting community about the future of these events. So just a fun time, exciting time. And I will say this, Derek, just a little bit of shot across everybody's bow. Uh, if you've been looking for live music and complaining about not having anything to do for a year and you're not here tonight and you're sitting at home with your wife and y'all are just looking at each other in your pajamas, don't gripe about it. Shame on you. I'm not saying shame on you, but, but, but you've, you've, okay. Well, you've lost the ability to complain about nothing coming to Hernando because that's exactly what we're putting together tonight. It is a busy time of year. We know that people have, um, you know, their baseball tournaments or soccer tournaments finishing up. So of course, you know, there are some of that stuff on on Friday nights, but hopefully that everybody else that does not have that, or if you have the five o'clock game and done at six or six 30, come on out. I mean, again, it starts at eight, you know, please, uh, you know, 
go to the, some of the other places around the square to get you something to eat. And we just hope that everybody could not have had bad the weather. I mean, what we did was we called Gia and said, hey, look, we right. know that you ordered it for Saturday. But could you go ahead and start it Friday night? And True. I mean, she came through for us. Really well, do appreciate it, was, it. It was actually part of our negotiations for her getting on the show last That's week. Right. So, That's hey, right. we need you to set up about 74, sunset, 755. So, right the Panola Street Courtyard, right there in Hernando, off the square. We think it's maybe going to be something that's part of the A-Fair going forward, just a good event, something like this. But you, you got to start somewhere, and we're excited to share that tonight with Hernando. So please consider coming out. Get your tickets, missahippymusic.com, missahippymusic.com. Get them ahead of time. That really helps us uh, plan. That really helps us know exactly what how many people are going to be there. So looking forward to that tonight right here in Hernando. And what, tickets will be available at the door. That's right. Tickets are available at the door, yes. Uh, however, if you can just hit, hit the link on our Facebook page, Missahippymusic.com, Hippie Music, find the link, click it, and go ahead and purchase those. You're going to get a wristband when you get there anyway, but at least we know when we have, we, we know you're going to be there, which will really help us out. Well, Derek, not a whole lot going on inside the city of Fernando, government wise, city wise, and any kind of stuff like that. So let's broaden out a bit. Let's go out to the state level. So, Derek, it's pretty interesting. 2020, uh, the state of Mississippi was basically kind of, for lack of a better word, in a, in a lockdown mm-hmm. across mm-hmm. the country, pandemic across the country, across the world, of course. Um, but Mississippi people spent quite a bit of money. Tell us about it. All right, so Mississippi revenue collections through April are on a near record pace for the largest percentage year-over-year increase in the modern era. Through the 10 months of the fiscal year, so remember it goes July 1st to June 30th, the state has collected $5.35 billion in general fund revenue. That is a $757 million or a 16.5% increase over the amount collected during the same period last year. Of course, last year, March and April were, were hit pretty hard. Right, Obviously, sure. things of were course. shut down. So you kind of lost two months, but I don't no, think... No, no, no. Record sales of toilet paper. True, true. <laughs> we, did, we, did, we, still, we did still have a lot of grocery sales. Uh, outside of the grocery sales, uh, everything else was kind of down. But again, this is a $757 million over uh, last year at the same uh, 10 months. Of course, this is attributed to several things. The unprecedented federal assistance to individuals and to Mississippi government entities. And we, we've talked about that for several times on here. Uh, last year, the filing deadline for state income taxes was postponed from April 15th to July 15th. Remember, they gave us a three-month reprieve last year. This year, it was only one month. So a lot of the the sales taxes and the taxes that had to be filed have come in. So that was about $230 million difference right there. And then finally, the revenue collections in the past fiscal year were down because of the pandemic that you mentioned, Matt. So a 16.5% increase. And if this holds, it's going to be the largest year-over-year increase since 1981. Uh, So just a fantastic year. Mississippi's really bounced back. Of course, our governor... Uh, has pretty much released all mandates. But also, we were one of the earlier states to basically say, hey, look, everything's open. Just be smart how you open. And that started back basically at the end of February 1st of March. So we've been a good uh, full two months uh, back open. So I think it's really shown. Uh, and then the month of April itself, the collections were strong. So just for the month of April was $212 million, which was 28.5% above estimate. Not not last year. Now, last year, was a t- April was terrible. But it's $212 million above estimate. So again, that's a signed die estimate, which again, signed die was the end of March. So they, they missed it by a wide shot. Sure. Mississippi's really coming back. So we just, again, this is a good thing. We know that we're still getting federal stimulus money. We've got $1.8 billion coming to us that we've talked about breaking down into counties, into cities. Uh, City of Hernando expects theirs sometime, I believe, in June. Uh, to be, you know, and the new board will be looking at that coming in, how to spend that. So, again, uh, just a, a great 10 months for Mississippi. The state of Mississippi is wide open for business, for sure. That's right. And, Matt, speaking of vaccinations, uh, Pfizer has now approved in children 12 and up to be able to get the vaccine. 
So Pfizer has been approved by the FDA for children 12 and up to receive the vaccine. Mississippi will make it available, but will not require it at this time. So it's not something that has to be required. The schools have not come out and said you have to have the vaccine as one of the vaccines to enter school. Uh, but it is available now to children 12 and up. And uh, I want to go real quickly. The, the state of Mississippi did release the vaccinations by age group so far through April. Uh, so uh, of the people that have been vaccinated, 16% are 75 and over. Uh, the ones 65 to 74 years of age, that makes up 23% okay, of those that have been go. vaccinated. Yeah. Those that are 50 to 64 make up 31% of those that have been vaccinated. So that's your biggest group right there, those from 50 to 64. Followed by our age group, 40 through 49 uh, make up 13%. 25 through 39 make up 13%. So both of those age groups sure. are about the same. And then 16 to 24, because, of course, up until now, it was only 16 and above. 16 to 24-year-olds make up 5%. Right. So that's so, a breakdown of those vaccinated yeah. in Mississippi. So it seems like 50 and up, 55 and up are the ones getting the vaccine, it seems like. Yeah, that, uh, Which 50, is what yeah, it shows. So, yeah, 55 and up basically make up, what is that, 54 plus 16, 70%. Right. 70% of those who have been vaccinated are 55 or more. Well, that's interesting numbers uh, you know, to kind of look at. But, again, it seems like the people 55 and up are the ones that are getting, getting the vaccine primarily – 16 to 24, very small number from a percentage standpoint, uh, because statistically 16 to 24 does okay with the coronavirus. So, I mean, it's, it's very interesting. Derek, something else they're putting revenue in that the state of Mississippi is definitely paying attention to. It's going to be scholarships, going to be education. If you have a child and you've been paying attention to their college fund at all, you, you're familiar with the 529 plan, which Derek's about to talk about. But the 529 plan, something happening in the state of Mississippi that may benefit some DeSoto County families. Tell us about it. All right, State Treasurer David McCray did, uh, yesterday launched a statewide scholarship giveaway ahead of the National 529 Day. Now, obviously, 529 Day is May 29th, uh, and the Treasurer advises Mississippians to keep an eye on their mailboxes between now and then for the giveaway postcards, which will be arriving starting today. Fifteen families will win a combined total of $7,500, so $500 per family. The scholarship will be given via a Mississippi Affordable College Savings Account through the state treasury. So what they're doing is they're sending out 15 or they're sending out these postcards to, you know, hundreds of thousands of people in Mississippi. You get it, you fill it out and you send it back in and you could be one of 15 people receiving this $500 scholarship that they're going to put into the Mississippi Affordable College Savings Plan. So you should keep your, you know, just keep your eye on the mailboxes. If you get it, don't just throw it away. This is not like one of those car ads that say, "Hey, here's a key. It's going to start a car type thing." This is actual uh, you do have a, a you know, one and a half many people enter chance. For, the, for one of the 15 $500 scholarships. And again, this is going to be a Mississippi Affordable College Savings Account uh, that is offered through the state of Mississippi. 529 plan mats are tax-free. You contribute after-tax money, but all of the growth, uh, all of the interest, income, whatever, the dividends that are paid based on what, uh, you, know, what you choose to invest it in, are, grow tax-free as long as they're used for educational purpose. So just a great vehicle for people to be able to save for college. Uh, both of my kids have a 529 plan, and we'll be using that for education. So again, if you have not thought about it, please talk to your financial advisor and or the state of Mississippi about the 529 plan. But in the meantime, look for this because if you haven't started or even if you have a, you know, a great nest egg for your child to go to college, you know, $500 helps everybody. Derek, didn't they, did they miss a mark here and not give $529? Isn't that easy? <laughs> that would be really I easy. I mean, wouldn't that have been very easy yeah. to just give $529 on, on 529? Fi on 529 day for oh, a 529 scholarship. Yeah, that, that's pretty bad. They, they need a little help in their marketing. That, that, that would have been, hey, guys, let's go ahead and do 29 times 15. Let's go ahead and raise that up. I mean, we're talking about Mississippi having uh, you know yeah. record revenue. You, you've got the money for an extra $29 times 15. Well, you have that's the money good. for $5,290. Yeah. I mean, oh, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That would have been. 
They probably would have got more people applying at $5,290 for sure. <laughs> $5,290. Absolutely. Yes. They would have been yes, applying big time. Well, look, good luck to those students. Good luck to anybody. Look in your mailbox uh, coming out pretty soon. If you have a kid, period, if you have a kid that's uh, interested in possibly going to college, whether they're 1, 18, 19 years old, uh, apply for this, and, and who knows, maybe you'll win. Something else, Derek, that I've been getting a lot in the mail are going to be letters from Disney World saying they're back open, saying they're back ready to go. And if you're planning that trip to Disney World for this summer or next fall, now's the perfect time to reach out to Sue Ellen and Ann Christopher with Magical Destinations of Hernando. Whether it's that trip to Disney World, Universal Studios, State Parks, cruises, or tropical getaways, these ladies can help you plan the trip of your dreams. They work to get you the best rates with headache-free planning. Magical Destinations is locally owned and operated right here in Hernando. Give them a call today to start planning your magical getaway. You can reach Sue Ellen and Ann Christopher at 662-469-6304. That's 662-469-6304. Or find information about them on Facebook and Instagram at Magical Destinations Unlimited. That's Magical Destinations Unlimited on Facebook and Instagram. Lauderdale Insurance Agency, your local State Farm provider, is located at 11 West Commerce Street, directly across from the Hernando Post Office. Lauderdale Insurance is owned and operated by Sam Lauderdale, former alderman and local resident of Hernando. His team specializes in insurance for life, home, business, and auto. Mr. Sam encourages you to compare coverage, service, and price, but feels confident Lauderdale Insurance Agency should be your insurance provider. Please call Sam, Sherry, Angie, or Jennifer at 662-429-5213. Again, 662-429-5213. Or find them on Facebook at Lauderdale Insurance Agency. Are you in need of someone to keep your lawn green this summer? Reach out today to Green King Spray Services. Since 2001, Green King has been helping home and business owners enjoy lush, healthy, weed-free outdoor living spaces. They refuse to settle for the status quo, continuously researching and testing the very latest methods, products, and strategies to ensure your lawn looks better than the other guys. With technicians trained and educated with hours of continuing education and seminars each year, Green King is committed to doing everything they can to make and keep you satisfied. You can reach them at 662-892-8419. That's 662-892-8419. Or please visit their website at greenkingspray.com. That's greenkingspray.com. Remember, if you want it green, call the king. Are you considering a schooling switch for next year? Would you like to learn more about DeSoto County's largest, oldest, most desirable Christ-centered college preparatory school that serves students in grades PK through 12? North Point Christian School invites you to come visit them in South Haven and see why they were just voted DeSoto's best. The school is currently on pace to exceed enrollment expectations for 2021-2022. They are experiencing high interest and excellent attendance at their open house events. In fact, if you are interested, don't delay in calling because multiple grades are nearing possible capacity levels. Due to high demand, they keep adding additional open house events. Their next Preview the Point event scheduled for prospective families will be on Sunday, May 23rd at 2 p.m. School representatives will be on hand to answer your questions about North Point's distinctive approach to school health and safety, as well as their unmatched academic, athletic, and arts offerings. 
Reserve your spot today by contacting their Director of Admissions, Ms. Sheila Sharon, at 662-349-5127. Again, 662-349-5127. And come find out why North Point is best. Well, Derek, speaking of North Point, before we turn our attention to the DeSoto County shout-outs, the things going on in Hernando and around the area, I want to say congratulations from the UTW podcast. We will continue to do this over the next couple of weeks. I want to say congratulations to the young people that are graduating from North Point Christian School. Graduating, I've seen a lot of their stuff on Instagram, a lot of their social media things, a uh, number of kids going on to uh, do some pretty bright things. But you do have some information. I want to say give some quick shout-outs to their top graduates. What you got? All right, so the top graduates for North Point this year are Jackson Paleo. Jackson is the 2021 Valor Victorian. Uh, he will be attending Ole Miss. And then the 2021 Salutatorian is Mallory Roberts. She will also be attending Ole Miss. And they also have two Matt, uh, Magnum Coulon graduates. Those are Lauren Rebecca Epps and Jackson Owen Smith. So we want to congratulate the top four students there at, at North Point uh, for all that they've done, for their, the wonderful years that they've given to the school, for the wonderful education that they received, and also for you know just not, not only getting the education, but taking it, maximizing it, and using it to their benefit now to be able, I'm sure they've got multiple scholarships uh, to the scholar, the colleges of their choice, and so really looking forward to uh, you know their successful careers. What, what excites me about that, Derek, and, and seriously, whether they're going to Ole Miss or Mississippi State or Delta State or Southern Miss or whatever, it doesn't matter is the the top two kids right there we didn't you, you didn't have information on the uh the the magna cum laude graduates as far as where they were going but the other two the the salutatorian and valedictorian of any high school in the state of mississippi staying in the state is a big deal staying in the state is not you know the brain drains what they call it you don't want people you know leaving mississippi and going to uh you know fill in the blank school clear across the country i'm really really excited to hear they're going to Ole miss obviously that's where i went to school uh so excited about that but i'm just really fired up they're staying in mississippi and the best and brightest are staying in the state that's uh that's a big deal no, I, I agree both yeah both jackson and mallory will be going to Ole miss and be in the honor school right, sure. uh there and then i know that jackson smith is going to Millsaps. he's playing football down there lauren epps i apologize not sure where she's going to but um the other three are staying in mississippi okay. and couldn't be yeah couldn't be happier about it like you said absolutely and look i didn't go to school in my home state i'm from louisiana went to a small school i say a small school but went, went to school and played baseball in, in in alabama for a semester and then went to Ole miss so i didn't stay in my state either necessarily but i, I you know in my own mind i was one of the top graduates but <laughs> statistically <laughs> statistically i was not so over the next two weeks we will continue to say congratulations from the utw podcast we started this show a, a big part of this show is going to be young people we'll get to that shortly when it comes to the Lady Tigers here in softball. But um, congratulations to the graduates of North Point. We turn our attentions on Friday to the DeSoto County shout-outs. Positive information, positive things, fun things that are happening in the city of Hernando or DeSoto County at large. Before you have too much fun tomorrow, you may want to pull those old batteries out or old paint cans and get rid of them. Derek, tell us about the DeSoto County Hazarded Waste Day. Saturday, May 15th from 8 to 12 noon, so 8 a.m. to 12 noon at the Landers Center in South Haven. Collection will take place in the southwest corner parking lot at Venture Drive and Terman Drive. Hazardous household waste includes any unused portions of items containing toxic material. These could be anything labeled caution, poisonous, toxic, flammable, or corrosive, and should not be disposed of with regular household waste. Here are some of the acceptable items. LED bulbs, acids, aerosol cans, chlorine bleach, flammable liquids, motor oil and antifreeze, car batteries, lighter fluid, all paints unless the paint cans are completely dried out, pesticides, fungicides, herbicides, poisons, old pool chemicals, and they will allow for tire recycling mat. 
up to five tires per citizen. So basically a full set for a car per citizen. Do not bring these, however. So those are all the, everything you can bring. They do not want to see this. They will not be accepting syringes, PCBs, compressed cylinders like propane tanks, radioactive materials, medical waste, waste from any businesses or commercial waste. So that's what you cannot bring. Again, you have a four-hour time period from 8 a.m. to 12 noon tomorrow. So any of those old stuff laying around your house, please take this opportunity to dispose of it properly. Derek, really good annual event they do. Just trying to clean up the county, just trying to give people some somewhere they can take uh, these goods to, somewhere that they can take these things to, to get rid of them. So good job for the county for doing that. But it is a fair weekend in the city of Hernando. 80 degrees tomorrow, gorgeous day, absolutely perfect. Could not have asked it. And Derek, the people that put on the A-Fair, we talked to, or you had the opportunity to talk to Gia and, and, and Rachel the other day. This is the weather these people deserve. Yeah. As hard as they work, uh, you know, I think you and I have both, we've, we've had great weather at A-Fair. We've had rainy weather at A-Fair. We've lived in Hernando long enough to experience both of those. A-Fair weekend starting off at 9 a.m. through 5 p.m. tomorrow. 9 a.m. through 5 p.m. tomorrow. Kicks off with a race. With Derek, uh, I told Derek he's not running in it because he's going to have a good time tonight I at the water tower. So, are I, you not? I'm not. Yay. Oh, well, I mean, no offense. Go run the race if you want to. I'm excited Derek's not running the race because I hope he will. I hope he'll uh, ha- enjoy himself tonight uh, with us and, and enjoy the spirits tonight. So that's uh, good. Anyway, does kick off with a 5K race, Derek. Tell us about that. So the Lauren Wiley Memorial 5K starts at 7:30. Register. You cannot register beforehand. There was no like you know, races online type thing to register for. You have to show up at 7 a.m. to register. It gives them 30 minutes to set everybody up. They usually have 150 to 200 runners. It's kind of a, a normal a running event. I'm hoping for a bigger turnout tomorrow. Just just because, number one, they didn't have one last year. Number two, they deserve it. Uh, so, again, come out, support it. Uh, we, they talked about on uh, our show Tuesday where all the proceeds were going. So just kind of if you need to go back and listen. But basically, it used to go to the kids' college fund, uh, Laura Wiley's kids, after she passed away. Now it goes kind of into the Optimus Club and supports all the other projects. So, again, just looking for a great event. Show up, run the race, go home, take a quick shower. Be back there at 9 o'clock and just enjoy a wonderful day. At 9 to 5, I mean, vendors, uh, probably a record number of vendors, food trucks, uh, you know, stuff going to be actually on Panola Street right over there mm-hmm. by the uh, by the courtyard where we're going to be tonight. But uh, just an awesome event, A-Fair. They've had record crowds of over 10,000 people walking through the A-Fair in the square. My daughter's really excited about it. She's a junior in high school. Her time to go to the A-Fair is kind of, kind of ticking, so she's excited about, uh, about, about it coming back this year. Congratulations to the Optimus Club for the weather, for the event. We hope you raise a ton of money for all your projects after last year having to cancel. Hernando, get out, support the A-Fair this weekend, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. The square will be shut down. Parking, you can park at the administration building on the backside there. Uh, you can park, you know, a number of different places all around the square and maybe do some walking. But uh, just going to be a great event. Hope everybody gets out and supports the A-Fair this coming weekend. Well, Derek, that wraps up our DeSoto County shout-outs for this week. One thing that is affected is one of our advertisers. The Hernando Farmers Market will be, um, let's just say, taking the weekend off. But if there, if there are any vendors for the Hernando Farmers Market, they're going to be right behind the library during the time of the Farmers Market. So right behind the library, if anyone shows up, they can't promise anything as far as the Farmers Market. But that's what they're doing for this week, basically taking the week off. But the Farmers Market is a huge part of Hernando from May 1st through October each and every week. From 8 a.m. to 1 p.m., from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m., the Hernando Farmer's Market brings together the best of local food, artistry, and agricultural traditions of the Mid-South. It's a place to shop. It's a place to gather. But more importantly, it's a rare chance to experience the simplicity of a Mississippi small town. It is truly a fresh, local experience. 
every Saturday in Hernando on the historic Hernando Square through October. If you need information, contact Gia Matheny at 662-449-9092. That's Gia Matheny at 662-449-9092. Gia is the Community Development Director for the city, does a wonderful job with the Hernando Farmers Market, and we thank them for being our newest sponsor. DeSoto Family Dental Care has been a presence under the water tower with over 60 years of combined dental experience. Dr. Seymour, Dr. Paroli, and Dr. Trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. The practice is open Monday through Friday, providing hygiene appointments and general dentistry, including implants and implant-supported dentures and Invisalign. DFDC makes use of modern technology such as digital scanning, intraoral cameras, digital x-rays, and autoclave sterilization. An in-house lab allows your dentist to be fully involved in the lab process and the end result. The office is designed to provide a safe, comfortable, and relaxing atmosphere for their patients. You can be confident that the goal of each staff member is to create a comfortable environment to provide you with relaxing, personalized dental care. Visit their office today to see the difference and call them at 662-429-5239. Again, 662-429-5239. They are the dentist of the UTW podcast, and they should be your dentist. Derek, exciting that several of our sponsors have stepped up, bought the VIP tables for this uh, evening. Uh, DeSoto Family Dental Care will be one of them. Uh, Probably going to see the ladies of Magical Destinations there as well. But another gentleman who sent me a text just the other day and said, hey, man, I want to support this. I want to support local things going on, was Mr. Richard Williams of Williams Lawn Services. Williams Services is a veteran-owned and operated business with years of experience in lawn care, landscaping, mulching, and more. Owner Richard Williams and his team can assist you with a multitude of outdoor home needs. If you need weekly, bi-weekly, or monthly trimming, mowing of your property, if you need anything flower bed related, any type of outdoor home need, Richard Williams is your guy. Give Richard and his team a call at 662 692-8855. That's 662-292-8855. Or find Richard on Facebook at Williams Lawn Services. That's Williams Lawn Services on Facebook. Well, Derek, we spent a few minutes talking about scholarships just a few moments ago, but let's talk about three gentlemen right here under the water tower that will be going to college on someone else's dime. Three baseball players with the Hernando Tigers have signed on. Tell us who those guys are. Congratulations to these guys again, all three guys from under the water tower here from Hernando High School. We want to congratulate Ethan McNatt, who signed a scholarship with Coahoma Community College, Chris Hoing, who has signed a scholarship with Blue Mountain College, and Ethan Spencer, who have also signed a scholarship to play at Coahoma Community College. So we got both Ethan's going to Coahoma and Chris going to Blue Mountain. Congratulations, guys, again on a successful season. Uh, you may be able to make the playoffs for the Hernando Tigers, uh, you know, losing two close games to what we find out is a really good team in Starkville. Right. Uh, and then uh, being able now to you know, at least have their first two years of college paid for while they get to play the game they love. So congratulations, fellas. Do you think the coach for Coahoma doesn't realize it, but he's, he pursues kids named Ethan? Do you think he goes after them? Maybe. Hey, look, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. You look up and, and – no, what ha- that would really stink if what happens is if you're a coach and say, hey, uh, I want to offer a scholarship to one of your baseball players. And like, which one? He's well, Ethan kid. And next thing you know, both boom, both, get them get the, <laughs> both of them get the scholarship and he can't turn them away. Congratulations, young men, for uh, getting an opportunity to go play baseball. Uh, you know, junior college baseball is massive in the state of Mississippi. And it's an opportunity for those kids to keep playing the game they enjoy and, ho- and hopefully get two years' worth of uh, college credit, get two years' worth of college life. Good luck to everybody that signed scholarships. 
We're going to turn our attention now to softball. The Hernando Lady Tigers for the last four weeks have absolutely been on the hearts and minds of so many people. Uh, at the event last night, I had the opportunity to go to Derek. People were gathered around, dozens of people gathered around for the softball game uh, to watch the end of that, and it was very exciting. But before we talk about last night's game, let's talk about the all-county softball team. The all-county softball team, which again was dominated by the Hernando Lady Tigers. Give it to us. The first team selection today was three. It was two teams named and then an honorable mention team. So from the first team, the all-county, all DeSoto County softball team, they are Allie Callahan, catcher, Emmy Musers, first base, Jacqueline Carter, second base, Riley Eister, shortstop, Avery Wolf, third base. Avery Taylor outfield, and Jana Shaw, which was a designated player, a.k.a. a pitcher. So, again, the first team, all DeSoto County team, you had several, as just mentioned, uh, basically the entire infield for Hernando uh, plus a pitcher uh, was named. And then the other county first team, all county selections from our area, our area being the Hernando area, is Megan Vincent, of course, the pitcher from DeSoto Central. Sure. And then Reese Woods, late Cormorant outfielder. So congratulations, girls, to, uh, to all those that have been named to the first team. Uh, the second team selections for this all DeSoto County softball team are Julia Shaw of Hernando, Molly Anderson of late Cormorant, Grace Smith of late Cormorant, Reagan Dale of DeSoto Central, Hannah Randall of DeSoto Central, Natalie Gilmore of Lewisburg, and Aaron Dale of DeSoto Central. Again, congratulations, uh, ladies, on uh, this designation. And then finally, the honorable mentions were Gabby Dickerson. Uh, of course, she was the pitcher from Lewisburg. Sure. Uh, Savannah Wilbanks, DeSoto Central catcher. Aubrey Williams of Lewisburg, shortstop. And Katie White of Hernando as an outfielder. So, that, again, that was the honorable mentions. And then finally, Matt, who do you think the All DeSoto County softball coach was? I'm going to guess the All DeSoto County coach was the a friend of the podcast, sat down across from me about four weeks ago, Miss Nikki Witten. That is correct. Nikki Witten of Hernando was named coach of the year. Yeah, as she should be. Nick, she is a phenomenal coach who is one win away from a state title after last night's game. Tell us about last night's game. Really, really exciting. Uh, man, we're going to be pulling hard for them today. What you got? This is the first game, first of three series. I played in Hattiesburg last night, started at 530. Uh, Hernando was given the home team, I guess being – I don't know if it's a better record. I don't know if they drew for it, how that was done. Uh, but they were given the home team. They were the home team. Uh, Matt, they took a 2-0 lead into the seventh. Top of the seventh come up. Oak Grove comes up to bat. Scores one run. Has another man on. Hernandez able to shut it down. Just a great, close, 2-1 to win. Has bases loaded. Bases loaded. That's right. Bases loaded. 2-1. to one, Bases two to loaded. One, uh, with one out. One out. And then we're able to come in and just shut the door. I mean, you talk about nerve-wracking, under pressure, <laughs> you know, two to one. And usually softball, I won't, you know, baseball two to one, normal. We, right. That's what Starville basically played four of those games against the Soto County teams. You know, softball usually not that close or actually could be it could be a one-run game, but maybe like a 6-5 or 8-9 right. or something like that. Two to one. Two to one. Straight pitcher's duel, uh, but a great, great win. Huge win in Hattiesburg at the USM Stadium uh, for Hernando, Matt, comes down to one game tonight. Not quite sure of the time, approximately 6.30. Right. Uh, it, based, it kind of depends on what the other teams before them do, how their games go. It's going to start 30 minutes. This is and what's going on for those of y'all don't know. They're playing the 4A, 5A, and 6A championships uh, for softball all at the USA, uh, USM Stadium. And so it'll be played in that order, the 4A game, then the 5A game. 6A game is last. So depending on how the other games go – the 6A game two tonight will start 30 minutes after the 5A game ends. Yeah, so pretty interesting, Derek, last night. Two to nothing going into the seventh inning. They give up a run. It's two to one. Bases loaded one out. Julius Shaw on the mound. Simple pop-up to the catcher, Allie Callahan. She catches it for the second out. 
Huge. Here comes the next person up. Ground ball to Emmy Musers, friend of the podcast, just a sweetheart, a wonderful young lady. Uh, she goes with the tag versus just stepping on the bag. Step on the bag. Uh, well, you know, it's one of those things. Step on the bag, it's an out. But she goes with the tag. I, I think she held it with both hands. It worked out perfectly. But, you know, if you recall, 25 years ago, we saw a, a Major League Baseball yeah. player swat the, uh, swat Alex the ball. Alex Rodriguez. Alex Rodriguez. Swat the ball away. If, cheater. Uh, exactly. He's a cheater. Whoa, okay. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Let me ask you a quick question. Do you think Alex Rodriguez, if you told Alex, hey, no steroids, but you don't get Jennifer Lopez, which way do you think you would go? I still think he chooses steroids. <laughs> he still chooses steroids. steroids. I mean, yeah. right now, you know, he's in the booth calling games, sure. which is interesting. It worked out for He's him. also trying to buy the Minnesota Timberwolves. Okay. So he, he worked, he's got, he's got some money, so he yeah. did okay. He it did worked okay. out. See, look at that. Emmy Musers and Jennifer Lopez in the same sentence, which is a pretty, <laughs> you know, Emmy, that's a pretty, pretty big deal. Look, congratulations to the Hernando Lady Tigers, the official softball team of the UTW podcast. We're very proud of you. We'll be pulling for you tonight. Uh, definitely, Derek, probably we'll be paying attention to that during our event tonight. You know, we may have to break in and announce that if the Hernando Lady Tigers are your 6A state champs. Yeah, because it's going to be, if the game's around 630, the finals, finals should be around 8 to 830 yeah. to end the game. So we'll be checking Twitter once we get off the stage, kind of let everybody know. Good luck, girls. We're definitely pulling for you. We're pulling for everybody down there with Hernando across her chest in Hattiesburg. Thank you all so much for listening to our show, and thank you all for being a part of it. Derek, real quick before we move on, we talked about it on Tuesday, our Tuesday show, people that were asking for donations, people that were opportunities to take care of uh, meals and stuff. Look, we had numerous churches that reached out to us. We had uh, several banks that reached out to us. I I think they were able to fund those meals down in, in Hattiesburg for the young ladies. But good job by the community coming out and supporting. All right, there's one of the softball teams still in contention, uh, still in playoffs. That is the North Point Lady Trojans. They uh, finished up the regional tournament this past week. Coming off the walk-off win that we mentioned on Tuesday morning, the Lady Trojans did lose their second game in the tournament to Jackson Christian Tuesday night, 12-2. to uh, That did put them out of the regional tournament, but they were the three-seed from the Western Regional. So they become the three seed, uh, which means they will have to travel on the road. And Matt, they do it a little differently. They go to a neutral site. Uh, for uh, their matchup, and it's a single elimination. So single elimination, they will be playing Boyd Buchanan at 6 p.m. tonight. Boyd Buchanan, but they're playing at Columbia Academy. Now you're asking me, I know this is at Tennessee Places. I have no idea where Boyd Buchanan is. Uh, Columbia Academy, obviously, I'm going to say is in Columbia, Tennessee somewhere. Sounds good. Uh, But uh, Boyd Buchanan, they'll be playing at 6 p.m. Single elimination. If they win, they advance. Good luck to the Lady Trojans uh, for the tournament. I mean, Derek, that's tough, though. Becoming that three seed, not getting that one or two or getting that bye, that's a tough tough spot to be in. But, look, they can fight back. Uh, good luck, Lady Trojans, uh, during this time. Uh, good luck sef- definitely to the seniors as they, as they wrap up their career playing hard for the Lady Trojans. And we uh, wish them nothing but the best. All right. Uh, now we turn to baseball, Matt. There's uh, two teams left in DeSoto County in baseball. Well, let me take that back. I want to apologize. There's actually three teams. Uh, Center Hill is one of the teams. We will not be covering Center Hill. We have not covered Center Hill. Uh, I don't want to think that we did not know that the Center Hill is still well uh, alive in the 5A playoffs. In fact, they won last night. I'll go ahead and tell you they won 11-1 to over Saltillo. We'll play again tonight. Look very, you know, look, looking very good to advance to yeah, uh, the uh, North State Finals next week, but we're not going to cover them. Uh, our two that we are going to be covering are DeSoto Central. DeSoto Central played game one last night in Tupelo. Uh, very tight game throughout the contest. It was 1-1 going into fifth. Tupelo scores two runs, uh, takes a 3-1 to one lead. They were able to hang on. So, unfortunately, DeSoto Central loses game one to Tupelo 3-1. to one. And we'll be traveling uh, back to South. They're both be coming back to South Haven tonight, playing at DeSoto Central. DeSoto Central needing to win tonight to push it back to Tupelo tomorrow in the best of three series. Good luck to the D.C. Jags tonight as they try and fend off elimination. Uh, you know, we'll be pulling for you. 
And then the last team that we'll cover, of course, is the North Point Trojans. They are they are also wrapped up the baseball side of the West Regional Tournament. Now, they had a, a extremely busy week. You know, uh, of course, Hernando played – the softball team played one game. DeSoto Central played one game. North Point, Matt, since the last time we talked, has played three games. <laughs> Uh, they played one game on Tuesday night, two games on Wednesday night. So they came off. We, if we remember last time, they came off a three nothing victory uh, Monday night uh, during our. We'd mentioned it during our Tuesday morning show. They had beaten ECS and had advanced to the you know up the bracket uh, out of the losers bracket. They then had to play Trinity, Trinity Christian. Uh, they beat. They were the Trojans were down two to one going to the bottom of the seventh, but scored a run to tie it. And then with the bases loaded, the ball Matt, a walk off pass ball. Walk-off pass ball. So, just think, if you're the batter, it was a two-and-two two count with the bases loaded. I mean, i got to be a little nervous sure. when it's yeah, bottom of, of the seventh. And then the pitcher just gives you a gift by throwing ball three in the dirt, past the catcher, run scores. You don't have to swing the bat. So, uh, anyway, that was a, a walk-off pass ball. So, that then put them into the championship game. Again, they were advancing out of the loser's bracket into the championship game. They were supposed to play 30 minutes later, the championship game. This was, of course, Tuesday night. Rain came. Uh, and they had to postpone it to Wednesday. So then on Wednesday night, the Trojans went in knowing that they would have to face and beat TRA, who had beat them earlier one to nothing in the tournament, twice since uh, the Trojans were coming out of the loser's bracket. In the first game, the Trojans got up four to nothing, but TR battled, TRA battled back to make it 4-2 in the sixth. In the top of the seventh, Hudson Brown hit a solo shot to make it 5-2, to two, which turned out to be a needed insurance run, because in the bottom of the seventh, TRA scored two runs, and had two men on until J.B. Williams came in to face two batters to save the game. This forced a deciding championship game and game three for the two teams against each other. James Smith got the win for that one, and the Trojans were led offensively by Anthony Zarlingo, who was two for four with a double, Hudson Brown, who had two hits, including the solo shot, and James Smith, who had a double. So they had to wait 30 minutes later. So again, later on Tuesday night, probably it was, like, it was right about 6.30 or 7 o'clock, they started game two. Uh, North Point, with running out of pitchers, of course, they had played – this is their seventh game in seven days. Uh, and they TRA was coming back throwing their ace. TRA jumped out to a 6-1 lead that they carried into the bottom of the seventh when North Point rallied for four runs to pull within 6-5. to five. However, with a man on second and third, the Trojan batter struck out this time, but did not get the pass ball, struck out this time to end the game. TRA, Matt, have a little problem with this. I understand you're trying to win the regional tournament, get that one seat. The TRA ace, who again threw all three games, his three games that he threw all were, I mean, two of the three games he threw were against North Point. He threw all seven innings this game, Matt, 120 pitches. That's a lot of pitches. A lot of pitches. 120 pitches. Did get the win, 6-5. to five. Connor McNatt came in for the Trojans, gave up four innings of scoreless relief, and led the Trojans going three for four with two RBIs, but it wasn't enough. And North Point had four players named to the all-tournament team. Anthony Zarlingo, Hudson Brown, Jack Staples, and Garrett Waller. They are the two-seed out of the West. They will host the winner of Knoxville-Webb-Clarksville Academy contest. So Knoxville-Webb and Clarksville Academy will play a best two out of three series. The winner of that will then travel to North Point next week starting Wednesday and will play a best two out of three. So it's going to go – and they they do it a little differently. Again, Tennessee's not anything like Mississippi. They play a doubleheader day one. Hmm. And then if there's necessary for the next day, they play the third game on the next day. So they'll play two games on Wednesday. So it's either two – and it's either going to be Wednesday, Friday – or Thursday, Saturday, but more than likely Wednesday, Friday. Okay, interesting. We'll keep you up to speed on exactly when those times are uh, next week. Get out and see Coach Kirkpatrick, a friend of the podcast, and his uh, Trojan baseball team. Again, Derek – 
pushing 30 wins? Did they get to 30? That was, uh, yes, they got to 30, 30 and 6 now with that 30 loss. 30 and uh, 6. Championship that games. is a lot of baseball games to play, a lot of baseball games to win. So congratulations on the season regardless. But, look, we'll be pulling for you next week for sure, and we will update you on Tuesday exact times. Could possibly be the last high school baseball happening in DeSoto County. So definitely if you're interested in getting out, going to the Trojan field uh, there, uh, definitely want to do that. Good luck to all the men and women still playing softball, baseball. Good luck to all of them. Good luck to the uh, North Point graduates we spoke of earlier. Definitely proud of them. Proud of all the young people that had the opportunity to uh, have a wonderful school year as it begins to wrap up, definitely. Well, look, if you enjoy what you hear each and every week, find us on Facebook at UTW Podcast, on Instagram at UTW Podcast, and on Twitter at UTW Pod. One thing that's very important, if you like what you hear on the UTW podcast, please subscribe on your podcast provider and give us five stars. Give us a five-star review. That helps us out to move up in the ranks with our podcast. Give us a five-star review. We certainly appreciate that. As Derek alluded to just moments ago, we don't cover the Olive Branch and Center Hill area anymore. That's taken over by OB Pod. OB Pod is a brother podcast with Rooster Production. OB Pod covers Olive Branch and Center Hill. That's where you can find your information when it comes to the Center Hill Mustangs and their sports in Olive Branch and the Center Hill area. OB Pod. Find them. Before we sign off, Water Tower Sessions tonight. It is show night. Very exciting time. You know, I really am looking forward to it, Derek. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Tickets are on sale. MississippiMusic.com. That's MississippiMusic.com. Certainly going to allow walk-ups. We're not going to turn your money away. We're actually, if you come to the gate with us now, it's double. So, <laughs> just <laughs> no, kidding. just kidding. I'm just kidding. But look, looking forward to it. Bringing the arts back to Hernando. Part of the proceeds benefit the DeSoto Arts Council. Such an important part of Hernando. Derek, on our Friday shows, we always finish with this. On Sunday, all the churches are back open. Please take your family to church. Take your family and your kids to Sunday school. We definitely know you won't regret it. Well, Derek, if that's it, I'm Matt. And I'm Derek. Join us next time under the water tower. This is where we dropped off a pretty little girl. The same grade as me. Tried to kiss her once.